Do you struggle with a lack of energy or chronic fatigue? Do you have chronic joint pain, muscle pain, or stiffness? Do you find it hard to get out of the bed in the morning? Or do you wish you could just be more productive, but your body pain, fatigue, and brain fog are holding you back? If so, you are like my client, Sharon. When Sharon came to me, she was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and had tried everything to get it to go away. But after just six months in the Foundations program, Sharon has a completely different life. On today's episode, hear from Sharon's lips exactly what her journey has been like and how she got there. And if you missed it, check out part one of Sharon's story, episode 76, by clicking the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast, where we find freedom from food restrictions, we increase energy in our lives, and we begin to feel more healthy and vibrant than ever by finding the root causes of our health problems. My name is Allison Jordan. I'm a marathon runner, functional medicine, health coach, certified craniosacral therapist, gut health nerd, lover of Jesus, and owner of Better Belly Therapies, a clinic based in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that works with both virtual and local clients to help them achieve the best health of their life. I am here to walk with you on your journey to a better belly and a better life. We're going to go beyond popping a probiotic and just checking out our poop. In this show, we are going to go deep into gut transformation strategies that last for your entire life. If you are ready to feel your best, get ready to roll. You are in the right place. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. All right. Well, guys, I'm so excited to have back on recording with us today, my client, Sharon. Sharon is at her six-month uh, final call of working with us with our six month program. And we had so much change since even three months ago. And I asked Sharon, if she'd be willing to share and she, she is so Sharon, welcome to the better belly podcast. Hi. So just even looking at, uh, just initially to start off this conversation, I'm looking at your, uh, form that we have called metabolic chaos scorecard. And there's, it's all these forms where at the very top of it, you have written down your top five symptoms. Um, you actually wrote down four, like just the big things that you wanted to see change in your life. Um, and you had written down lack of energy, um, and just general fatigue. You wrote down chronic joint pain, chronic muscle pain and tightness and chronic inflammation. And that's like, a lot of that is correlated with your overall diagnosis, which you have been diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Correct. When you first started working with us, you, we had you rate on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being, Hey, that's the worst it could possibly get, um, where you were rating the intensity of these, these four symptoms. Um, you had fatigue at seven out of 10 chronic joint pain at seven out of 10 muscle pain and tightness at nine out of 10, and then just chronic inflammation at 10 out of 10 by your second test. Uh, you already had some really awesome improvement. Your fatigue went from a seven to a five. Um, and now it's at a new number. Do you see, and I actually have it pulled up so you can see it on the screen too. What's, what is it at right now, Sharon? It's at a one. 
at a one. So uh, I would love, like, can you tell me, explain when, when you say that's at a one, how does that feel in your body? Like, tell, tell me more about what that one is like for you. Well, basically when it was a seven, I really couldn't function. Uh, mm. Just too fatigued and too tired. Um, now I can function, um, which is amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> again, <clears throat> so that's the biggest um, difference right there. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and we had talked about on the last call, you had wanted to go to your granddaughter's soccer games. You'd been able to go to two at your three month call. Have you gone? Had were you able to go to more? I don't know if she's still playing soccer at this season. Yeah, she hasn't been though for the last month. They haven't had too many games, but I still plan on going when they start back up in January. <laughs> so yeah, right, and and like you're able to you're able to plan that, man. Yeah, that's, that's also a big difference with energy. Sometimes is. Being like, well, will I have energy for that? Can I plan for that? Um, are your holidays looking any different this season with just your new energy? Yeah, um, I used to do Christmas have a Christmas at my house, and um, yeah. So this year I am, and my oh my god, uh, my sister said, oh, I'll do it. And I go, no, I want to do it. Well, I can do it. <laughs> mm. But I'm feeling that's so awesome. Yeah, so. How many years has it been since you last had Christmas at your house? Well, I had it two years ago, although it did take a toll on me a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, yes. But, okay. Um, last year, of course, with COVID, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. But um, so it's been a couple of years. Did you do it three years ago too, or had you taken a break? Yeah. No, I had done it um, every year until okay. um, last year. Yeah. COVID forcing it, but also being like, well, maybe, maybe that would have taken a toll on me too. I don't think I could have done it last year, to be honest with you, because I was (laughs) For sure. Awesome. And, and if, and if no one's picked up on this, this will be airing at a totally different time than, than we're recording, but we're recording the week before Christmas, right? December, 2021. Mm -hmm. So, um, Next, you had chronic joint pain. This one isn't as, I don't know, I, 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 it's still exciting. It was at a seven in your first test. Your second test, what was it at? Zero. <laughs> and what's it at now? Zero. <laughs> okay. And you know, you know, there's actually like, that's kind of like, there's less of a reveal there. But one of the things we really look for in when our clients like yourself are going through this program is you sustain what you keep, right? Or you sustain what you gain. Mm-hmm. Um, because one thing we you can see is like, well, I did this, I don't know, 12 month or 12 month, 12 week gut healing program. And I felt better for a little while. And then sometimes you don't even change anything, but everything like and I was still doing all the same stuff, but I felt bad again, or, or I stopped doing this really rigorous smoothie regimen or something. And and I felt bad again. Um, and really what we actually want to do is actually see you reduce supplements, reduce food restrictions, and still have those improvements and, and, and see it stay long over time. So I'm actually jazzed about that. I mean, I'm sure you're happy to not have joint pain come back. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. Ain't nobody sad about that. Um, you had chronic muscle pain and tightness. That was a nine out of nine out of 10. And interestingly enough on the second test, that was still a nine out of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if you remember us talking about this on, 
um, it wouldn't have been recorded on our call, but we had, I had talked through, Hey, sometimes there's just different parts of our body. It takes more time for that part to the body to heal and rehabilitate. And we were making some changes in your body that are very specific and very common with fibromyalgia. And I'm like, it's just taken time for this, um, the, your muscles really to, to respond to those changes where your joints responded faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the big reveal from your second test, nine out of 10, no change from the first test. What is it now? It's down to about a three. Yeah. Which is amazing. What, tell me more about that joint pain change. How, when have you noticed it? What is it like in your life to, for it to be down to a three? I just have noticed. I don't feel as stiff anymore. You know, I, 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 and it doesn't hurt. It used to be that I would be in pain from the stiffness and the tightness and right. I think, and it impacted your sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Just uh, yeah. able to sleep. Um, so <laughs> now I don't have pain with that. I really hardly ever have pain anymore. Period. Yes. Which is a miracle. <laughs> I was in pain every single day. So, so yes, it's, is it like, kind of like this weird, weird magical land of like, am I really not in pain? Was I, was the pain that bad? Do you still sometimes, do you feel that way sometimes? I sometimes is when I go without pain, all of a sudden I'll realize, gosh, you know, I, I feel pretty good. I mean, you know, you, it's just a realization that it's, it's different than it was, you know? And, and sometimes I, when I just go about my business and, you know, my day to day stuff, um, just the fact I can do that is you know, impressive that, and I'm not pain. And I, I, I mean, I still have a little tightness, but I, you know, so much better, so much better than it was. Nine to three is right. A huge difference. And the three might be rem- like the three could be saying, Hey, there's a little bit more cleanup for us to do, but we've like made a huge progress. It could be pain coming from something different than biochemical stuff we've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but three is, a more manageable and like be hopefully like hope inducing, like, Hey, we got it from a nine to a three. Right. Right. (laughs) This isn't stuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I'm also curious about in regards to the pain and stiffness is I remember tell me if if I'm wrong here, but I think you were taking CBD oil or like a, like a gummy or something at night at night Mm -hmm. because it was really hard to sleep and it's okay if you're still taking it, but I'm curious, are you still taking it? Um, do you still feel that you need to? Um, yeah, I, I tried, um, not taking it at one point and it just, well, one thing the CBD oil does for me besides help me feel less tight, but it also puts me in a good mood, Mm, (laughs) you know, yeah, your, your mind frame is like to me half the battle. Um, so (laughs) I do it for that. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's why, that's basically why I do it now. Got it. So it's shifted a little bit in, in your main reasons that you're using it. And, right. and we've not, we have nothing against CBD oil. There's really interesting studies. I've like actually started to delve into the studies on it. It's fascinating. Um, but always looking at like, what are things we're using that maybe we don't need anymore. And that's another way we can measure like just where we're at. Um, but something I was curious about, and then your last one you had here, chronic inflammation was just a 10 out of 10. Um, second test, it was still a 10 out of 10. And I'm curious before we get to your next number, um, when you say chronic inflammation, what does that mean to you? What, how does it feel in your body or where were you noticing? How are you noticing that? I had inflammation in my upper body mostly. 
once in a while, you know, I have to keep moving. I'll move you know, my shoulders or my, because my biggest problem is my upper back, my neck and my shoulders. That's my huge. So, you know, I once in a while feel like I might have to move it and then I feel fine. You know? I, it, yeah. Maybe, maybe lymphatic movement or something like that. So I was just curious, um, before we get to that, I mean, 10 out of 10, like that's, that's a pretty intense experience and pretty constant. And then what is it now? It's a five now. Yeah. A 50% increase. Tell, tell me more. What's, what feels different? Uh, well, I just feel less, I mean, I know I still have some inflammation in my upper back and my neck and shoulders, but it just feels less, Yeah, um, you know, less tight, less, um, you know, able to move so much better. I mean, at one point I couldn't even literally, um, raise my arms because, um, I was having real bad neck and shoulder and, um, you know, I'd have pain with that and I couldn't, I'd have to literally use one arm to help the other arm lift up because it was mm, weak. Yeah. And that's gone. that's gone. So, so that's why there's definite improvement. Got it. Yeah. And interestingly enough, something we didn't share in the last podcast with, or the last time we, we recorded at our three month is that you and I actually met because you came to me as a massage therapist for pain. And right. so this is before I was doing any of my, hadn't my functional diagnostic nutrition certification was doing anything biochemical. And that's how we met each other. Uh, it was just this kind of chronic tension in your body, chronic pain, chronic inflammation. And it's so exciting. Like we haven't like you still get body work. I know. I think you see a chiropractor and stuff, but, but we haven't seen each other in person. I mean, since COVID hit and, and, and it's, and you're feeling so much better. <laughs> yeah. And at the time when I did see you, when you did the visceral manipulation, that helped me tremendously. I didn't realize at the time that I really wasn't able to breathe in deeply or, you know, I just, because that was the norm for me. And, yes. um, and then after you did that, I just felt like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I can take breath. Didn't know I couldn't, <laughs> you know, things like yes. that. So that yeah, we get, helped. we get used to our body. And then interestingly enough, like problems with the gut that then cause problems with the breathing will actually cause increased problems in the shoulders and the neck because of how if your diaphragm can't drop, then where does the air go? The air has to go usually side to side. So left and right on your ribs, but it really goes up, up into the shoulders. So some of that neck pain we can get when there's like just an ongoing problem is actually breathing, like having to over breathe into our upper, upper lungs capacity and those muscles associated with that scalene sternal clitomastoid uh, that help lift the rib cage. They're having to work extra hard. So, um, like what you were saying there just about breathing and, and neck pain, shoulder pain, it's all interconnected. And one thing to note uh, that you're referring to, if anyone's curious about this connection that, that Sharon just shared of experiencing, like having better, you know, getting visceral manipulation, being worked in your abdomen and then breathing better. Um, there's, we have an episode on that called the gut breath connection. And I talk about the anatomy behind that. Um, cause there's, this is not like a fluke or like random or just Sharon. It happens to plenty of our clients. Like I can breathe better. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, from here on out on this chart here, we just have a bunch of just symptoms. We ask everyone about, um, not necessarily your top five, but just keeping track of, 
um, everything from endocrine function, muscle function, um, digestive function, all that jazz. And so I'm just looking at some of these numbers here and noticing things that are really different. Number one, like chronic illness, you had rated five out of five. Um, and even on your last test, it was still five out of five and you've now rated it a three out of five. And that's a lot, you know, on a scale of zero to five. It might even be a two. I mean, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm just doing a lot better than I was. Yeah. I mean, I know it's still there, but it's, you know, just much better. Right. (laughs) Right. It's not, it's not inhibiting you from life, which is huge. Um, you bruise less easily, which is another thing that's, that's pretty common in our clients, you know, is that a three out of five and now it's a one out of five. Really great to yeah. see that you're less cold, you're cold less often, which we might've talked about even last, um, last recording of this, but I don't know. Is there anything you would add there about like how, how nice do you notice it very often? Like, yeah, I'm not cold as often anymore. Yeah. My, my hands and feet would get, would just be frigid, you know, like ice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now granted, it's been very cold outside, but, um, I just feel like I'm doing better in that regard too, or I'm not as cold as I used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I get some clients who they they'll have like their whole body will be cold, but then their hands are hot. Um, I have one client who had that and, and she started regulating. She's like, now my body's warm and my hands aren't excessively hot. <laughs> um, and we just regulate our temperature so much better when, when we're healthy, your dry skin is less, uh, irritated from a three to a one, your energy, you have a couple markers here, like low energy, or even like exercise exhausting you, you went from a four or five for some of these things. Um, then at your second test, you were about a three or a four, and then now you're at a one for all these kind of low energy or exercise exhaust you, or you just fatigue easily. You're at a one out of five, which is huge. We've kind of already talked about it, but just seeing that pop up again. Um, one thing we have here is just a marker that says increased effort to perform daily tasks. You were at a three out of five when we started a one out of five, um, three months ago, and now a zero out of five. I love the right. zeros <laughs> <laughs> and zeros are interesting. Like getting from a one to a zero. Sometimes I feel like it's harder than getting from the five to the two. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like that little stuff hanging on. It's like losing the last 10 pounds, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, I haven't thought about that before. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot that goes on with that, that one to zero, um, you know, sometimes what got you from five to one is not what you need to get from one to zero. So we just think, oh, if I just keep doing more of this thing, it'll get me from one to zero. Sometimes you need to do something different. Um, and that's what our job is, is to kind of within the time that we're working together, think it through as many boxes as possible of what could be keeping you at your two or your one. Um, and then sometimes getting from the one to zero is just time. So it's like doing something long enough that, that your body is able to release more toxins and really start to replenish nourish, uh, nutrients that it was missing. And, and so, um, clearly we're doing something good if we're getting you to zero and you're, do, you're doing something good. <coughs> yeah. Um, I do ha- note here that you, you have noticed an uptick in some of your skin stuff. And so we'll talk about that. I'm not overly concerned, but we do, I do would, we'll ask you some questions after we're done recording just to 
get an idea of, Hey, what's going on there? Is there anything that we might be able to figure out it's connected to, uh, but not, I'm not alarmed necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get going in the morning a lot more easily. Like last time you rated it, it was a four out of five and now it's a two out of five. I mean, that's a 50% improvement. And so, even probably better than a two. Really, ooh, I love this. You were like, maybe I wasn't giving myself <laughs> enough credit here. <laughs> Tell me what's that like for you when you're getting up in the morning? Well, how's it, how's it differ from what it used to be like? Well, it used to be, I'd get up and I'd still feel like I was sleeping. You know, <laughs> I, I basically, I mean, I was up and standing, but you wouldn't have known that. Yeah. And now I can get up and, you know, pretty much start doing what I need to do. And, um, I'm getting better sleep. So of course that's helping and yeah, uh, just much more alert than I was. Yeah. I'd say we've worked with a couple clients like yourself, whose sleep was very directly affected by pain Mm-hmm. And between work that we did biochemically and work that we've done through craniosacral therapy and visceral manipulation, um, that, that pain quality, which wasn't t- like we, some one client I'm thinking of, particularly she'd tried steroids. She tried all sorts of things that the hospital could give her. And she's like, the pain is still there. And what we did really got rid of it for her. And that's, that's, she's like, now I can sleep. You're like, yep, that's how that works. Yeah. (laughs) So happy for you, Sharon. Um, This next section, it's called neural tissue health and everything in here is about connected to emotions or focus and concentration and just realizing like, Hey, that's related to our brain. And does our brain feel healthy? Um, Does it feel not toxic? I love one of them you have here is um, or that that's just written here that you marked as decreased ability to handle stress or pressure. And when you were started working with us, it was a three out of five prior to working with us. You had like in the past, you had a five out of five, just like really, really hard time, um, handling stress and pressure at, at three months, it was a one out of five, really good improvement. And here's where we got that zero, zero out of five. Um, anything you want to add to that? I'm like, things you've noticed change or how it, how it differs from when you started working with us? I think one of the things that helps me is, um, I'm able to relax better. Mm, So I think that in itself helps you deal with stress. If you can just relax and deep breathe, which now I can, you know, (laughs) (laughs) right. right. So I I just think that helps you deal with stress better. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that's, I kind of attribute it to that. Yeah. And I know about, you know, that I know I'm doing, but. Um, yeah. I love it. it's really interesting to hear you say, um, I honestly never know. I, I, and I love hearing you say that. I feel like some of the things that I learn, like my best learning is from my clients. Like that's such a great insight of, Hey, maybe our ability to handle stress isn't just like I'm in pain and now I have stress on top of it. That's hard. But even like, okay, I had a stressful day, but now I, when I go to relax, right. I'm still in pain and I, like, you can't escape it. Um, right. or d- you don't get a break. And so I really like that insight. That's, that's really cool to hear. 
just like you're, you had a marker here, just emotionally stressed, which is an overall marker, like just kind of feeling how you feel. And I remember when we first started working together, actually, when we, when we got on, um, our discovery call, just to talk about working together, um, you had things that you're like, Hey, I don't know how this is going to go if we work together. Cause this might be really hard. And this might be really hard. You had some just relational stuff. You're like, this might be hard with this person. And mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, let's take it one step at a time. Um, we can talk about it more in depth. And I really see this marker. You went from a three out of five emotional stress to a one out of five. And, and as every month we work together, you're like, actually, I just told that person that this is what I'm going to do. Or like, actually I put up this boundary and it was like so simple for you. Um, or at least you made it kind of sound like, like very different than how you were feeling when you first started, which is so common because we don't feel good. And you're like, I don't think I can. I'm already in pain all the time. I have to put up boundaries with someone else. Yeah. Well, you know, that was kind of just built, built out of necessity. If I mm. didn't, I was going to crack. Yeah. So that's where I started. Like I learned how to say no really easily. <laughs> yeah. I find that that's really common. One of the most common side effects of our clients working with us. I think there's like, I don't know if you see this way. I'm maybe tell me your thoughts on this, but what I sometimes think feel like I'm seeing is you invest in yourself. You tell yourself I'm making a change in six months. And so there's this like timer and this, and also the sense of like, I'm valuable and it gives you a little bit of extra oomph. Like, yeah, I'm going to say no to that person. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You have to get to the point where you, you have to concentrate on yourself and Mm -hmm. that's hard to do for a lot of people. You have a family and all that, and you put everybody else before you. And uh, you, you've got to come to the realization if you don't put yourself first and get yourself better, you're not going to help anybody else or be able to do anything. And sometimes it's helpful to have an outside person you're working with that, you know, oh, I'm not, it's not just like a one-time appointment. Like I'm going to go focus on myself and get an acupuncture appointment. I'm going to go, but like, it's like this journey, you knew it was going to be the six month thing and that you had goals and that, that certain things were going to get in your way or make it harder. You're bringing all the wisdom, you know, focusing on yourself and that that's what you chose to do. Um, I am kind of curious. I don't know if I've asked you this yet, but I do like to ask it sometime somewhere on the final call was, was it scary for you at all to make that investment to work with us? Not scary. Um, Okay. Very, I was very hopeful, you know, Okay. yeah. I'm so horrible that, um, you know, I was just hoping that it it would make me feel better. So I wouldn't say, no, Um, just very hopeful that it would work. Um, Now, when I found out all the food I had to give up, that Mm. that wasn't scary, but it wasn't fun. Sure. (laughs) But you know, but I, but we've talked about it on our calls. You're like, actually, I ate this one thing and and I noticed I felt worse after it. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) So that prevents you from doing it again. Yeah. You at least have confirmation. You're a lot like Allison's just trying to be annoying. <laughs> exactly. That's how you feel like, okay, this is for, this is for real. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing all that. And I didn't know, I, I wonder also, we had had some, we, we had worked together doing hands-on stuff. So you knew me a little bit better and I knew you a little bit. So maybe that made it less scary. <laughs> Like, ah, this Allison, she's not crazy. I've worked with her before. Um, here we have, uh, what else do we have in this section? This is interesting. Uh, loud noises don't bother you as much. 
And that has to do with our, our, our stress, like our, our nervous system response to stress. Mm -hmm. Um, so sometimes it's like bright lights or loud noises or like startling easily. Um, a lot, we'll see these changes on there. Um, you've also noted that, uh, less productive in the past, you put a three out of five and now you put a one out of five that like three out of five, like three, uh, at your three month fall, but now a one, um, right. anything you'd want to add to that? You're more productive. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, I'm just able to live again. You know, yeah. I literally wasn't able to do anything. I was so fatigued and, um, in pain that I, it's hard to, hard to live like that. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. And I, I, I sympathize with you because I've kind of been there, never was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, but felt, I'd say we have plenty of clients who've even never been diagnosed, but they get all of those fibromyalgia-esque symptoms, the foggy mm -hmm. headedness, the, the pain, no matter what the, mm -hmm. you know, stiffness, all of that. So, um, mm -hmm. and, and then of course, not knowing why usually it's called fibromyalgia when you, when you have like literally no reason, like all your scans say you're healthy. Of course, right. our, our lab tests totally showed stuff. Right. Um, and we've done retests even, and that all those things that were correlating with your pain are down, which is just awesome. A couple of things I'm noticing here, cravings for sweets is down, yeah. um, which is very common when we help heal the gut microbiome, like just everything balances out. A lot of times cravings for sweets isn't coming from you, like you as a person, it's coming from your imbalances in the microbiome, sending you little chemical signals saying, I want sugar. Um, that's always interesting to see, uh, your overall muscle weakness is down, um, from a three to a one. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's actually recent. That's in the last three months. So that one's yep. more recent change. Anything you'd add there muscle weakness? I know you had already shared about, you know, your arm right. reaching up to grab stuff, anything right. else you've noticed change? Um, I feel stronger than I did, um, because I'm able to do some exercise and stuff. You know, I just, I, my body feels stronger and I, I still want to get stronger than I am, but that, you know, I'm, I'm taking it slow. I, I don't want to, you know, jump right in there. Right. Think I can go, you know, run a marathon. <laughs> right. I, on our last call, I think you had told me that you had exercised five times, maybe it was three, but like multiple times that week. Yeah. Um, has that been able to, you've been able to continue that kind of at a reasonable, just like, well, it's not hard if you want to do it. I, I do it probably three, four times. Mm -hmm. Um, now I would say, um, but like I say, I decided consciously to just slow it down a little bit, you know, just to pace myself better, I guess. Yeah. Is what I doing. Yeah. Yeah. But before I, you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it once. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah, you were, yeah, you were already in pain. You haven't even exercised yet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, one thing I'm seeing here that I am liking that we haven't talked about is sinus problems. So when you started working with us, it was a three out of five, um, la three months ago, it was still three out of five. And actually we, in your, in your three month follow-up call, you were still kind of coughing. I'm like, you, I'm listening to you. I was so curious on today's call. If you're going to be caught, like kind of clearing your throat and kind of, kind of coughing. I'm not hearing that as much a couple times, but I was like, I, cause that's all, a lot of that's going to be post nasal drip and just kind of right. having that, work really. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, for me, I'm sure it was post nasal drip that, um, did it. 
that's what it felt like. Anyway, I could feel it yeah. going back in my throat. So right. And, yeah. and we have another fun podcast episode called the gut sinus connection. Have you listened? I don't know if you're a podcast listener. Have you listened to that one? I have not. I don't think. Yeah, that's okay. Oh. Um, but that kind of describes like our sinuses are very connected to our gut and they're going to become inflamed and create extra mucus. If we have a lot of inflammation and leaky gut and toxins that are being absorbed into the bloodstream from the gut, because that same toxicity that gets into the blood travels everywhere, including to the head, which affects your brain, like how clear you feel your thinking, but also affects your sinuses and your skin. So like acne or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just really saw like in our last call, we had some amazing shifts you hadn't gotten by doing anything else. But then I was also like, ah, oh, the six months call is probably gonna be awesome because you're going to, you, you still have three more months to like, still keep clearing things out and really mm -hmm. give your body time to detox. So, yep. um, seeing here bloating was down, went from a two to a zero. So another one of those little zeros constipations yeah. up a little bit, um, or maybe a bit, bit, we can talk about that too. Might be some correlation with your skin. Yeah. I'll figure that out. But otherwise, I mean, yeah, everything here's looking pretty gorgeous. Anything else you want to add about just how you're feeling or, um, how things have changed from when you started working with us? Well, <clears throat> I'll tell you one thing. Um, with fibromyalgia, you don't, um, going to a regular doctor, you don't get far, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's not their fault. They just don't really know much about it. And I actually feel my doctor does know about it. Um, but they just, they can't help you in the way that you did. Um, yeah. just, you know, finding out what's really going on in your body and, right. you know, then to get rid of it. To yeah. me, that was just worth everything. It really yeah. was. Yeah, we're, we're spending this time on this call also not talking in depth on the science behind it, but um, it's possible by the time this this uh, episode is out that it's my goal to have a whole episode on fibromyalgia from the functional mm -hmm. medicine perspective. So, mm -hmm. and and that'll get into the sciencey stuff. So um, if it's out, I will probably have shared it in the beginning or the end of this podcast um, outside of this little recording. But other than that, thank you so much, Sharon, for sharing a little bit more of your story with other people. I'm, I'm sure that'll bring hope to other people. There are so many people who have fibromyalgia. Most of them are women. And, um, it just means so much that you share your story with us. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Is Sharon's testimonial amazing or what? If you want to learn more about how you can heal your fibromyalgia, I want to point you to a couple episodes we have here on the podcast. Episode 76, which is part one of Sharon's story. Episode 83, which is the IBS fibromyalgia connection. Episode 46, the gut breath connection, which I mentioned in this episode. And episode 47, the gut sinus connection, which I also mentioned. These are all part of how Sharon got her full healing in her body and it's how you can too. So if you want to learn more about how you can heal your fibromyalgia and stop being stuck, go and click the link in our show notes and check out those podcast episodes today. 
If you are listening though, and you are ready to finally get rid of your fibromyalgia and your fatigue and your gut health problems and your weakness, and you want to feel strong and productive and wake up with energy just like Sharon, then I want to invite you to join the Foundations Program waitlist. The Foundations Program is the same program that Sharon did where I work with you one-to-one for six months doing four foundational functional lab tests to help you find the root cause of your health problems. Go and join the waitlist today. The waitlist is the only place where I let you know when I'm starting to see clients again. So go to betterbellytherapies.com slash waitlist or click the link in the show notes and join today. Also, if you listen to this podcast episode and you had a question, I want to invite you to go to betterbellytherapies.com slash askallison and you can ask your question and I will give you a direct response on this podcast. You can just leave a quick recording right from your phone, leave your name and email or ask it anonymously and you might get featured onto the Better Belly podcast. So if you have any question for me, whether it's on fibromyalgia or not, anything at all, I would love to hear from you and feature you on the Better Belly podcast. Also, if you're listening and you love this episode, we have so much more coming down the line. So subscribe so you never miss a beat. And if you thought of a friend while listening to this podcast, I want to encourage you, take a screenshot and share it with that friend. I cannot count how many times when I tell someone I'm a gut health therapist that they say, oh, I know someone who needs you. So send that friend a love note to their gut and do us a favor and pass this podcast along to them. Other ways that you can stay in the conversation with us is by going and following us on Instagram at Better Belly Therapies. We have extra content on there just for you. So I would love to go and connect with you there. Catch you guys next week.